though I was falling for so long, I in my head said, I am falling down the stairs. Get your weekly dose of R and R. What up? This is your boy Doughboy. And Kev on stage. And we are here for another installment of Start It Off to the Back and Watch the Screens at Home. Righteous and righteous. How you doing, man? I'm not giving nobody no more ammo. You ain't finna say my head's big. I'm gonna start doing the podcast from back here. Enough, I said. I've heard enough. Yo, the reaction videos to Kev doing the back and forth thing. A couple, a couple fans put out videos. They're hilarious. We put them and on. Now y'all won't have nothing to laugh at. So ha. Uh -huh. Funny. Before we get started at all, I want to give a special shout out to the Right Pack. Right, uh, Pack is watching this live, though. And what's today? Sunday. Sunday. Wednesday. Wednesday. And they are here with us, and there's a lot of exclusive content that you can also get. And being a part of the Patreon, you get a series like Slept On, the Joshi Gons tapes, Love Hour After Dark. We go live a lot of different times, a lot of behind the scenes, discounts on merch. Come and join the fun at KevOnStageStudios.com and become a member of the Right Pack for as little as Cinco Dollars a month. All right. First things first. Your I dislocated my shoulder. How did you do this, Kevin? I'm going to tell you. We were at the new house. We were having it painted. We were, we were bringing some stuff over. We are so bored that we had hired a full service moving company, but we had nothing to do. We were just like, we'll pack it up. I just, I need something to look forward to. Wait, wait so, you paid some people to do it and then you did it? No, no, no. We we didn't end up hiring them. We hired a company to just pick it up and move it over there as opposed to like come in and pack. They were going to come in and pack when we had our regular schedule, but now we are packing it up. Yeah. So we're going over to the new house to drop some boxes off in the garage. We're checking out the paintwork, coming down the stairs. Everything in the house is taped. So all the stairs are taped. You know, because like the, plastic bag, like the plastic bag of stuff, plastic and and in the big, you know, um, big spaces, it's like um, it's like paper, really thin paper, like kind of like the paper that you you eat crab boils on. Oh, yeah. I love that. Paper. Right. So I'm not paying attention. I'm just walking like I'm walking on regular ground. OK, I slipped. This paper tore. So I how, wait, how far up the stairs were you? When this happened, I was about halfway up the stairs. Okay, walking up them or walking down them? Walking down them. <laughs> okay, I slip probably about seven stairs. Rock, 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 rock. Trying to catch myself. Let me tell the story and stop asking questions. I want to tell it to you. I'm probably going to answer what you're saying. Do you want every detail? There's 38 stairs. I was on the 26th stair when I amoeba particle of dust was on my shoe. It made me slip. And then what happened was I inhaled sharply because I was afraid. 
So I slipped seven. Yo, I was falling for so long. I, in my head, said, I am falling down the stairs. I am literally. Now, mind you, this house is full of painters. My wife is there. Isaiah is there. I am falling down the stairs. So instinctually, and they say you shouldn't do this, but instinctually, I go to grab the rail to stop myself from falling. Mind you, you know, I have a terrible left shoulder. I, I heard it when I was like eight, nine years old, never got it, you know, um, repaired. So it's always been bad. My right shoulder hadn't bothered me for like four or five days. So I hadn't even been lifting. I'd only been walking when I do my exercise. Though I reach to grab it. And when I grab the ledge, I fall the hardest fall. Okay. This is when I actually go from boop, 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 boop to boom. So I grab the rail or try to grab the rail and I fall and my shoulder pops harder than it's ever popped. Oh. I get up and I, I lift my shirt up and I can see my shoulder dislocated and stuck here. Melissa was like, are you okay? And I got up and I just like ran out of the house partly out of sheer embarrassment, but more out of like, this is the most pain I can remember in my life. So I walk outside and I'm looking at my arm and it is like, like stuck. So she pulls out her phone. She can tell in my face and because I move so fast that I am in for real pain. And Isaiah was there. He's freaking out. And I'm like, she's like, Kev, what, what happened? I'm like, my shoulder is dislocated. She's like, should I call 911? And I'm like, I don't want to be around a whole bunch of coronavirus patients, but I also don't know what to do, right? I'm in my head like, I don't even know if they'll take care of me. And I'm like, I don't have health care straight up. An ambulance. Like the fact that when you're an American, it's like, should you call number one? You're like, hold up. Ho, 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 ho. I've just been shot three times. Let's take a break and, and assess the wound. So as I'm thinking, right, I'm just like, man, should she call 911? My shoulder just and pops back into place. When I tell you that was more painful than the original pop. Oh. I was like, you know, in movies, they like grab their arm. I'm not going to do it because my shoulder is still killing me. They grab their arm. Somebody grabs it like one, two, three, and then they just jut up and like pop it back in place. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. And then luckily it pops back in. Joe, my arm was like dead as far as like all the nerve endings everything in there tingling right i couldn't even move my it like i got shot like i could not move my arm right so melissa's freaking out she can tell that i'm like dead in pain right so i i get home right she like go straight home because i was driving the u-haul she was driving the car you drove after that yeah i drove with the I'm really using my left hand to drive anyway. I'm cool. I do this. Okay. She's like, go straight home. I'm like, I want some spicy noodles. What is wrong with you? Really was like, when I get home, I'm finna be home all day. I'm starving. I have found these spicy noodles from Target. 
So I'm gonna just make a quick detour with, with dead arm, right? I get to Target. This is when I text the group chat. Tony's like, yo, and now you wanna ask questions though? I got some questions for you. Tony's like, yo, where Kev at, man? He ain't been in the group chat in a while. And I'm like, actually, fun fact, I just dislocated my shoulder, right? I'm, I'm pulling up to Target. And Tony's next response is, but that doesn't explain why you wasn't in a group chat live. <laughs> I'm like, Tony, last night, me and my kids watched uh, Onward, then I fell asleep. So then he was like, oh, okay, man, but you are okay. Like, bro, why are you more concerned with my whereabouts on the group chat? I told you I have a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, yeah, but usually you're in the chat. So I get to Target. I get out of the truck, uh, still texting the group. I go in line or go to Target and realize there is a social distancing line. Target's now not allowing everybody to come in at once, right? So there's... So the line is long, and I'm like, okay. This is the funny part, though. I didn't say to myself, man, I don't want to wait in line. I didn't say to myself, I wonder how long this will take. I said to myself, if I don't beat, because Melissa was stopping by the grocery store. I said, if I don't believe, if I don't beat Melissa home, she's going to kill me. If I get home. You're the most ridiculous, man. <laughs> the things that go on in your mind. That's what's important. I am like, if I, it was, it was only the fact that if I didn't beat her home, she was going to have my head on a platter. So I get home. Joe's by himself. I'm like, Joe's like, I'm like, hey, Joe's like, hey. I was like, I dislocated my shoulder when I was at the new house. He was like, yeah, okay, man. <laughs> I'm like, no, I really. <laughs> he said, yeah, okay. <laughs> he I was playing. And I'm like, nah, Joe, I for real dislocated my shoulder. He was like, what? Are you crazy? What is going on? Dad, why are you? Sit down. I sit down. You shouldn't be doing nothing. To... Sit down. See, I, I said, I said, the only thing that can help me is a hug from my son who doesn't normally give me hugs. This man gave me the sweetest, most longest hug ever, right? So Melissa finally comes home. I have no spicy noodles. I ended up telling her the truth. I was like, because I, I stopped by Rite Aid too to see if they had spicy noodles. You went to two separate stores to get spicy noodles with a dislocated shoulder? Three. I stopped by Ralph's. There was another long line. I was like, I'll never make it home in time. <laughs> so your arm is literally dangling and in your mind is, I need spicy noodles in my mouth though. You know how it is though when your mind, I had in my mind, so I had went to my, before we went to the house, I stopped by and got me and Zay Zay a bubble tea. And I went to my first store that usually have the spicy noodle. So I, in my mind, was eating spicy noodles. It's just, it's gonna happen, right? So my first store didn't have it. Just because I dislocated my arm and I'm in excruciating pain doesn't mean I don't still want what I wanted for lunch. Absolutely means that. <laughs> no. So here's the funniest part. Melissa calls Joe and she's like, do not let your dad do anything. Whatever he needs, you do it. So he's in the room like, I'll get whatever you need. When they finally come home, Isaiah, okay, so I'm sitting in the house, right? Playing FIFA, like keeping my arm tucked in. I go to reach for the remote, though, boy, with my left arm. Out of habit, my shoulder pops out again. This thing was probably even more painful than the first two. I scream like, ah! Like, I don't, when I tell you, it hurts so bad. 
My wife comes in. My kids come in. What is wrong with you? What are you doing? Why aren't you just, they're all yelling at me. Why aren't you just being still? Melissa's cooking. She's like, Isaiah, what are you doing right now? He's like, I got it. I'm going to just stay in here with him. Because obviously he won't listen. At this point, I'm like, okay, first of all, my parent, my children are parenting me. Isaiah is like, if you need something, I will get it for you. I'm like, Zay, you don't have to do that, man. Live your life. Go text your friend. This dude Live said, your life. Right? This dude, though, I'm like, bro, I'm, I promise I'm not going to do it again. I'm serious. Now, I'm like, I can't keep doing this. This is super fa- painful. I'm like, Zay, just go in your room. He was like, if you can push me out with your left arm, I will leave. <laughs> he said, the moment you can push me out with your left arm, I will leave, right? <laughs> I'm like, all right, bet. Stand up. What? Stand up. You oh, tried to tell you, I put my hand on his chest and I did, I told my brain to move and nothing even fired. I like my whole arm was like, bro, just just put us down. We are we are taking the rest of the day off. That man sat down on my bed next to me and crossed his legs. And I just sat there like, bro, I really can't even push my son right now. I am in so much pain. So Melissa, <gasps> Melissa got me an ice pack and uh some Advil. And everybody's telling me to go to the doctor. I don't even think the I, I finally looked up the doctor this morning because Melissa was like, not nah, for real, Kev, look it up. I don't even think this sports medicine is open. Like most doctors that are not ER, they are not open. Like my dentist, my eye doctor, they both have sent emails like, yo, we're not open unless you have like an eye surgery. And they're not really doing a lot of elective surgeries right now. So I don't even know if I can go to the doctor, but. So wait, so when you reached for the remote last night and it popped out, it still hasn't popped back in? No, it popped it popped out and popped back in. So is, does it like automatically does your is it like an involuntary reaction that it will go back if it comes out? I honestly don't know. Okay. It's always been loose. From the time I've heard it, it's always been never in the right like play. I just like when I lift, I work on it. So I'm building up the muscles around it, but I've never actually had the surgery to tear to fix the tear because the doctor was like, you need to get this surgery. You're going to be out of commission for six months. Like you're going to need therapy or physical therapy. And I've always been like the first time I I was told that was my first year uh, in college. And he was like, you he was like, what kind of car do you drive? And I was like, I got a little stick. He was like, you won't even be able to drive. You will not be able to use your your arm at all for the first six weeks. So you won't be able to drive. So I'm like, okay, well, I can't do that. And then just for the rest of my life, I've injured it like this a couple of times, but I've never been like, oh, for the next six months, I, I can just, for the next two months, I can really be out of commission. Except now, uh, I might be able to now be out of commission for two months. So I'm going to look into it uh, tomorrow when they open back up. Well, you know, it's funny that you even say that because this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Now, you know, everybody's stuck in the house. It's all quarantine and things. Me and Tony been having sessions. You understand me? <laughs> she be ready for round two. I'm like, hey, give me a second. She be like, here go the blue chew. Bop, boom, let's go. It's lit. Listen to me. Blue, Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. 
and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code RR. RR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code RR. RR. To try it for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Now, back to you and your ridiculous. All of your questions. Kevin, okay. First of all, I felt so conflicted and laughing. Oh, oh, hold on. Let me go back to the group chat before your question. <laughs> We're in the group chat. Do you, are you okay with me sharing this? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're in the group chat. Literally, all of us are, you know, Tahir, Josh, my brother, all like, dang, Kev, you good? What are you going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Let me, let me grab my phone. <laughs> I want y'all to know the timing. Oh, you gonna make me look so nah, 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 Hey, hey, hey. Okay, let me go back because I want y'all to understand. Okay, so I put in the group chat to Tony's response. Uh, let me let me find it. Come on, man, we gotta live back in the no, past. No, 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 no. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it in the end. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I put okay. Doughboy's thing is at what time? Two forty-two. In the group chat, <laughs> I put in that I dislocated my shoulder at two twenty-eight. 228. Okay, we proceed to talk to hear how you do that. Josh, you okay? Tony, but you see, Kev, that happened now. Last night you was missing. I promise you, that's the first thing Tony Baker said. Okay, they asked me if I go into the doctor. Tony's like, you gonna leave a weapon in? Doughboy, like, dang, bro, Josh, pop it back in the wall, okay? Then Doughboy, um, I think Doughboy suggested that I sue the sue the people. <laughs> no, Josh said sue the painting company. I'm like, nah, Josh, it's just regular Mexican dudes. They trying to run a business. They were so scared. They unloaded the, the truck for me. They was like, all right, we got you, bro. Right. And then um, Melissa said she caught them laughing at me. And when she came back around the corner, was like, <laughs> it was like, she said, they, and listen, I get it. Falling is funny. I, it doesn't change what it's me, but she went around the corner like, what's funny? What y'all <laughs> He said they, they stopped laughing and went and immediately picked up. They didn't have paintbrushes in their hands. They just started doing this. <laughs> okay? No boy at 243. Get better, man. No, 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 no. Here it is. Okay. J242. Kev got a torn rotator cuff. Okay? I say I probably do, Jay. Feels dead. Still... At 242, what does Doughboy say? <laughs> Meanwhile, and then texts us a picture of his firearm safety certificate. <laughs> In the middle of me talking about how I dislocated my shoulder, not even 14 minutes, not even waiting for the conversation to wane, like, oh, we ain't talking about this. You know, it's been quiet for a little bit. Doughboy puts in that he got his gun license. Tahir didn't even understand what was happening because he said 242 still as well. 
<laughs> the only thing is going to the hospital is a risk right now. Then go boy. About to go pick it up today. Who's going to teach me how to sue it? Shoot it. I said, let's just ignore Doughboy if he changes the conversation to himself prematurely. <laughs> Josh says, sick of dough. Then Doughboy says, sick of dough. <laughs> what kind of friend? Listen. So I, I, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to give you the free to table. What kind of friend is so concerned that he still has to get what he wanted to talk about in the group chat off in the middle of you talking about an injury. You have the floor. Okay. In my defense, I had been at the the gun shop all day. I had been there since like 10 a.m. There was a huge line. I had to take the test. I'm glad that I passed it. Then I had to go back and wait in line again. So literally, when I went in there to text because like my phone had been off or whatever, I was just going to tell you guys and then I walked in on a conversation. You guys were talking about your shoulders. So I was just like, oh, okay. And then I just was like, I just, I just, I figured it would be a welcome distraction to your pain because I knew it was hurting. So I was like, hey, man, this is going on as well. So I just. Why do you think my pain would be like, oh, cool. You have a gun certificate now. My arms, no pain happens at all now. I don't know. I don't know, but that's 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 how I felt. But this is the thing that I want to ask you about. No, I want to ask you how come in your mind, your mind just doesn't be like, dang, man. I'll just I wait. I'll even let you know comment group chat etiquette. Okay, group chat etiquette says conversation shifts have to happen 10 minutes minimum from a quiet time. I know this is not written down anywhere, but social norms of group chat say, oh, we talking about something. I, I want to change the subject, but I'll wait. It, it, and that's if we're just talking about a basic thing. Did y'all see this movie, this text, this meme? Okay, let me chat. Let me wait, right? My friend dislocated his shoulder as it, it is extreme pain. Let me wait 20, 30 minutes to make sure he's good. Absolutely not. I want to show. Doughboy wants to go first to show and tell every day, all the time. How about that, man? When you no say it like that, I'm sorry. I was just, I actually was like, man, I'm holding it together for a pretty long time. Because I mean, you were. How? Wasn't How did you say that? How? 14 <laughs> minutes from the time you heard I fell down the stairs and dislocated my shoulder. You thought 14 minutes was enough time? When did you first want to let that go? I, I'm telling I came in there. That was the intent. But we were talking about your shoulders. I was like, all right, man, I'll talk about this later. Also, Doughboy <laughs> doesn't always join our group chat conversations. He really only joins when he has something to say. If it ain't something he want to talk about, he will be missing for days sometimes. But if it's something he saw or he wants to say, oh, now all of a sudden he share McGee, share McGillicuddy. He don't go in on the freight all the time. It's only when he want to say something. Oh, Kev, you're my best friend. Oh, I'm in pain, though, my arm. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Heard all that. Gun time. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You're right. I need to work on. And I'm also, we have told Doughboy about this in the group chat on multiple occasions. That's why I said, let's ignore him. I don't know how to get it across to him that we, there's, there's group chat etiquette. Like, 
don't, they don't teach that nowhere. This is a new thing. This is a new world. Quarantine, Rona, it's a whole thing. Gauge the room. But anyway, this is what I want to talk about. What makes it acceptable <laughs> when you can laugh at somebody when they fall? You can always. If I fell down seven steps, I would have passed. No, 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 no. I fell down seven steps before I tried to reach. It probably was 10. I was I was moonwalking. Basically. How did that happen? So when you were going down the seven steps, was it, were you on your back already or were you just slipping trying not to fall? I was slipping. I was basically picking up speed. I was like a train about to go down. <laughs> like the fact that I could possibly be like, man, I am falling down. <laughs> Maybe I should stop this. If my wife reached to try to grab me, like, you know, her hundred pounds was gonna like pick me up like a like a puppy, you know, like a, a mother dog picks up a puppy. Bless her heart that she really thought. But what would you say the rules are to where you can laugh? Because as you were telling the story, I felt justified in laughing. Then it got serious. I was like, I cannot laugh. But then overall, it was funny. Like, where do you think the barometer and cutoff line is where you can laugh? It's a lot easier to laugh at somebody falling if you know they didn't get hurt. But you're hurt. Now, I know. That doesn't take away that it's funny. Am it's I- like, oh, dang, bro, you hurt for real? Oh, my bad. Like, whatever. But seeing somebody fall, like, if you were there, like the painters, they were like, oh, I don't even know how. Like, <laughs> my legs were out. My legs were straight out. Bro, the funniest part of like, like this morning, like last night was the worst. Trying to sleep. I didn't realize how much I sleep on my left side because Melissa sleeps on that side and I'd be trying to hold her and stuff. That wasn't happening. I have like tingling in my arm. I, I gotta go get a sling. Uh Melissa's been like making me ice it and taking uh, ibuprofen, but like before I took the medicine, I was my arm was tingling and it was like thudding pain. Like, I'm just shooting today because I know I got a lot to do tomorrow. And I told you, you could have absolutely missed this. Right, Pack? I told him. I said, listen, when he said that, I said, bro, we don't have to shoot. The right pack will understand. You insisted that we do this. No, I I need, well, one, the medicine takes about 30 minutes to go. What type of medicine is it? Just over the uh, over the counter ibuprofen. Okay. Um, uh, the medicine takes away the pain, so now it's not like as painful as it was before the medicine. But before, I was really trying to tough it out. Like, nah, man, I don't need no medicine. I'm good. And then I was just like, all jokes aside, Kev, you're 36. You're, you're old, and bro, like brother to brother. Not trying to be funny in the least. You gotta take care of that, bro, because. <laughs> You're going to put yourself in a situation where you can be hurt. You already had a torn ACL that you never tended to. Now your shoulder, bro, you getting money. Me and you have had conversations. You're, you're doing well for yourself. Go, And you're never going to have time off like this now. So if you can, please go take the six months because the, the country probably going to be out of commission for the next six months. So you might want to take that time and do it because I don't want to see it get worse for you, bro. I will check into it tomorrow. Thank you. But then if I get a shoulder surgery, then I'm not going to be able to do nothing. Don't worry about that, bro. You'll be getting better. and You'll be healing your body. Trust me. Because you're going to be wanting to work out. And if your, if your shoulder is messed up, you're not going to be able to lift, do push-ups. Alicia said, stop trying to be tough all the time. I'm not, I'm not trying to be tough. I just, 
I don't want surgery. I got stuff to do. I don't want to be hindered yeah. by. Uh, think about this. Put uh, this. In, put no, because you're doing that again. You're making fun of it. No, listen. Think about this. Put this in perspective. Everything, all your shows are getting pushed back anyway because of the state of the country, and we're still searching for a vaccine. You will probably never have this amount of time where you're not going to be needed and required outside. So take the time. So when you come back, you can have a healthy shoulder. You can be good. Your workouts won't be hindered because I tell, I'm telling you, if you let this keep going, it's going to be something that if you don't deal with the problem, your problem is going to deal with you. That's what they taught us in rehab. So just deal with it because you're going to have to. I was going to go to the doctor tomorrow. No, you be doing, man. I'm gonna call tomorrow. We gonna stay. We gonna we gonna stay in. We gonna stay on you, just like I need to go to uh, therapy too. We need to both take care of that. You ain't win because I can't go outside. They closed. You can talk to the lady online. I've told you this on multiple occasions. It just feels different. But how do you feel about this Easter? Everybody's at home. This is different for me. This made Corona like really like dang. We can't even go out to church for Easter. Easter really what brought it home? It really brought it home to me, like, man, we really can't go outside. Like, even when, if, I, if I'm if i not going to church, Easter is one of the days that I always make sure that I go to, though. And I'm just like, yeah. man, like, what, how are you, how, like, how are you dealing with your first, wrong, the first Easter in your life where you can't go outside? Uh, I have lost track of time, days. Days have no meaning. Holidays mean nothing routine is gone. You just are. I honestly, I'm just trying to get through. I, I I think I accepted a little while ago that this, there is nothing that we've lived through that is like this. Mm-hmm. This is just, this is just a totally different thing. Nothing is the same. Low key. I guess I should have known because when we first did this quarantine thing, LA was closed till April 19th, but it didn't click that that meant Easter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of just crept up on us. To be honest, I didn't even know it was upon us until like this weekend. I started seeing like the Good Friday text and stuff, and I was like, I didn't even know you know what was going on. Yeah, I um, but I don't even say that though because you know a lot of the times what I do want to say about you know Easter is like I would share a lot of good times with my family. Like, you know what I'm saying? We would share good meals. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sharing the Easter speeches. And speaking of sharing, um, Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. Explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. Now, you know me, Kev. I'm starting to build my YouTube page. I am Doughboy TV. And I'm having to learn different things like green screen and editing. Skillshare has a bunch of different programs where I can learn all of these things in a one-stop shop i love it now listen what class are you taking specifically huh what class are you taking specifically uh drawing writing and journaling just what i started off first because that's really i want to like start drawing and you know how i'm doing my writing so that's what i'm kind of been doing early on but i'm going to venture off into other things to build my page nice 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 now listen to this skillshare's off skillshare offers creative classes designed for real life and all the circumstances that come with it it's always the right time to stay inspired, express yourself, and connect with a community of millions. Drawing, writing, and journaling classes can be a great way to help manage stress, practice mindfulness, and feel connected to one another. Now, listen to this last part, guys. Explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com backslash RR. 
Two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started today and join by heading to Skillshare.com backslash RR. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com backslash RR. It's really wild, man, because, you know, Easter had like a, a great place in my heart, like growing up. I used to always like try to get the longest Easter speech. So I, you? Have, I used to love Easter speeches. Yeah. You would get the longest one. You wouldn't I, want to show one. No. Cause I wanted to show people that I can memorize stuff. I bumbled a couple. I ain't going to hold you. And they'd be like, yo, you just let him use you. I'm like, I forgot the speech. <laughs> Ain't nothing I could do. <laughs> they sit there trying to motivate you, trying to drum up a memory. It wouldn't happen. Um, and like, there's always good meals, too, like ham, turkey. What would you normally eat for Easter? Because when we actually went ham, no pun intended. She made she made honey lemon pepper fried chicken last night. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Man, when I tell you. Lemon, lemon pepper chicken? Honey lemon pepper fried chicken. It was like a glaze she added at the end. She made macaroni and cheese, dressing, green beans with ham hock and potato. That was dinner for last night or dinner for today? Well, she made it last night for the sides for Easter today. But, you know, I had to, I had to dabble in the morsels. And, uh, and then she's just making a ham today in addition to that. And she's trying to make a pineapple upside down cake. I don't know. She went to go uh, find a mixer uh, to make that. So... I want to know more about and dressing. I don't know if I said that. I want to know more about this honey lemon pepper. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I think it was uh, somebody just asked Adrian Dixon, is it Darius Cook's recipe? I think it was Darius Cook's re- recipe. Though, when I tell you, it was heaven. On I'm imagining the taste because I'm imagining the savory of the lemon pepper, but then the sweet of the honey. Yeah, she was like, if you're not hungry, you know, you can wait. I'll, I'll, I'll make you a plate later. And I was like, I really can't, I really can't miss miss out on fresh fried chicken. Come on. She had me taste the sides first. And when she wasn't looking, I just kind of was like, let me make a little plate of sides. You know, a little sample plate. <laughs> let me just get a whole plate of mac and greens. You understand me? <laughs> so when she bring the chicken over, I'm like, I'm low-key full halfway already. Mm. But it was, bro, you know, like fried chicken never, it's still good when you heat it up later, but it never returns to its pristine. Oh, I mean, fresh off out the greases. Fresh out the grease, man. They oh, you know, you like a wing or something, you eat it and then the steam be coming out. You be like, ah, oh, come on, man. That's better than putting the tip in. Man. <laughs> That's probably the one thing about this that's been killing me. Not killing me. I don't mean to use that language, but the lack of going outside and my wife's sudden desire to cook all the meals. And with her, like having the time, who am I to not eat? I realized, though, this time I don't even be. I ate breakfast this morning and then I was just sitting on the bed like, I can't wait till I'm hungry again. Boy, oh boy, it's going to be consequences and repercussions when I get to that chicken. Bro, I did a video about this. Let me ask you about this. I want to know if you've suffered from this. I did a video about this because Tony's been going through a, a situation, the same thing. Like she baking brownies, getting mad when I eat half the pan. 
I ate seven strawberry cupcakes. Listen, it's it's strawberry cupcakes. What are you talking about? And two of the rappers. You know what time it is when it's time tell to go. Tell me more about that strawberry cupcake. What's yeah. that like? Is that, the, is that the, the topping, or is it they got really got strawberries up in there? No, no, no. It was just the strawberry. It was the, the cup. The, the cake part was strawberry, and then like the the frosting was like bruh. And then she gave it to me fresh out. She brought me a steaming hot brownie, bruh. I was aroused. <laughs> the video that I made was she don't understand because she can eat however she wants to, but Melissa, I can't. Do you deal with that with, Melissa, with your house? Melissa doesn't really eat much. She's not. She, you hear her stomach growling often. I don't. I don't let my stomach get it's to growl. What? You are you talking to growling? You think I wait till growl? I, <laughs> are always, always stomach always growling. Mm-hmm. Then she doesn't really eat that much food. It's just not her. She just never really ate that much. Jojo's actually the same way. I'm really realizing they only eat when they are starving, and they don't eat to get full. They just eat enough to where they're not starving anymore. Okay. And so Isaiah is he. I hope he, he, is, he is popping. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, where's dinner? I'm just now on this book. <laughs> like he's never not hungry. And Jojo's never hungry. They're both very different. And Melissa's the same way. So she'll order milkshake. Well, when our milkshake place is open, that's another thing that sucks about this. Our, our, our Postmates options are very limited now. And I shall actually be grateful because fat sales don't deliver. Oh, for real? Right now, and their milkshake was like 3,000 calories. Had to be. They be putting a whole slice of um, uh, pie in their milkshakes, like full Oreos in their Oreo cookie milkshake, right? But, so, for you, Rona, y'all was ordering these on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. You be having fitness goals, so you can't drink milkshakes, but she would drink them? She would order them, and then she can't she can't really finish them. So it she'll take a couple sips, and then she just be sitting on there, and it starts to winking at me like, "Yeah, big boy, I, I've been having my eye on, I've been having my eye on you for a long time." And I'd be like, "Please, please don't." And it'd be looking like I know she's never gonna. I was just watching up, walking past her, and she had eaten some of her uh, dinner and her eating is looks like when you just getting started like she pushing stuff around yeah and my mom <laughs> my mom was the same way she never eats never ate a lot moves a lot of stuff around when I came over she was like first of all I ate a lot I don't even want to hear it just be quiet I ate as much as I could leave me alone <laughs> hey, can you go with the dogs sorry about that but no so because I just feel like it's tough when you're Cause I'm in a relationship with somebody and I got to like watch everything. You know, Tony lost 20 pounds on accident and didn't even know she did it. A dub. She was just like, Oh, I lost 20 pounds. Like how? Melissa yeah, I don't know. Too. Melissa was like, Oh, you Ooh. lost weight. You know how hard this is for us to do anything in losing weight. How do you lose 20 pounds and not be aware of that? I stopped drinking. She stopped, she stopped drinking. She, she, it, it happened over like four months, but cause she stopped drinking. I could lose 20 pounds over four years and I'd be like, ah, bro, I done lost them. <laughs> Dang. I just think you, but how do you find a happy medium? Because she literally eats what she wants. I don't find a happy medium. Okay. No, That's why I'm still the same way I used to be. <laughs> I don't, I just, until this is over, I'm just relegated to trying to survive. I'm all over the place. I stopped by 
Yesterday. Why you look at the door before you said that? <laughs> yesterday I had, this is just doesn't make any sense. I stopped by to get uh, Thai iced tea with boba because I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, the donut shop that's right by the office. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a bad time for a chocolate covered donut. <laughs> then I saw that they had Fagos and I was like, Fago? What is Fago? Right? You heard of Fago? What's a Fago? Ah, Fago is a, it's like Fanta for the hood. It's like peach, Fago, pineapple. They sold them in the, in the hood grocery store or the hood like um, fish spots, the hood gas stations. It's kind of, they had in Washington and Detroit. It's just a thing. It's, it's a thing you don't often see. So I'm like, I'll take a pineapple Fago. I drink some of the pineapple Fago then drank the boba tea, then had the donut, and Zezzy was like... (laughs) I I don't need this kind of judgment from you. What do we do, man? Because, bro, I listen, listen. You know how much this meant to me before. You were doing so well, man. But now I literally can't, like, even the gym downstairs, I don't be liking to go because, like, I just don't be wanting to go. It wasn't really a reason why I don't be going. I just don't (laughs) want to go. I was like, no, there's no reason you can go. I was like, well, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> Melissa, in the chat, I done looked around to see if she ain't seen me. Ah, she <laughs> don't. Let me tell you, when we almost got into a full-blown marital argument, uh, Melissa, I had bought a pineapple soda. I said I was trying to lose weight, right? Mm-hmm. I bought a pineapple soda, right? And I, I left either my wallet in the uh, store or something. I came back out. Melissa's holding my pineapple soda outside of the car window. Okay. I'm like, what are you doing? She said, you, you said you were trying to lose weight. I said, yes, trying. That means I'll fail a little bit. I'll succeed a little bit. She was like, this ain't going to help you. And she poured oh, no. a pineapple soda. Get my divorce lawyer on the line now. I'm out of here. <laughs> she poured a pineapple soda on the floor. And I was like, we need counseling. <laughs> Obviously, obviously, you don't respect me as a man. <laughs> what did you do when she did that? I was like sad. I, I I was so shocked that she did that. I couldn't believe. I was like, oh, you. I was literally like, because we could have just poured it out before I got back. Right. But it was like the sinister part of her was like, no, I want to watch. You're gonna watch me. And did you go back in the store and get another one? No, I was, I was, I was so livid. I couldn't even, I couldn't even, no, I, I, I was hot. I was like, oh, you just, okay. Nah. I wanted that to take you to calm down. I would have been through the roof. Oh, no, I was like, I knew she was like doing it out of love, but I was looking at her out of hate. I was like, <laughs> did, you watch, uh, did you watch Star Wars? No, nah, I haven't seen it. None, no. none of them? Not, not, not enough to say to know what you're gonna tell me. Well, when Anakin Skywalker was turning into to Darth Vader, he was so mad his eyes were red on the lid of his eye. Was, <laughs> like spitting everywhere. I was like, I was like that. You gotta try Fago, man. You, we, when we can go outside again. I realize I haven't seen you in person in like a month. You know what's crazy? And this is this is not a joke, not an embellishment at all. The last time I saw you. I was walking out and you had went to the bathroom and I was about to leave 
And I literally walked out and I was just like, you don't know when you're going to see him again. Go dap him up. And I turned around. I went back in. I dapped you up. And that was the last time I saw you. You said like I was dead. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's just weird that that just was in my mind. Like, you don't know when you're going to see him again. Just go dap him up. (laughs) How long has it been? I think the last time I saw you was the day we shot Unpopular Opinion and Game Night. But you know what the even more important question is? What? When will I see you again? <laughs> you know, they pushed us back to May 15th. That's just crazy, bro. Like the Honestly, thing- bro, I would rather have that happen than to have us go back out and then have it not be under control. Right, but that the thing is that the world is changing outside, Kev. And as folks adapt to this changing world, we are all going to be buying more stuff online than ever before. How do you keep track of who gets what? Which shipping carrier you should use? Are you getting the best rates? That's why you need ShipStation.com. Now, for all those diehard R&R fans, y'all remember about a year and a half ago, me and Kevin, we were trying to just be very optimistic and and hard workers. We tried to to send out a bunch of orders. We stayed on Periscope Live till 4 o'clock in the morning and subsequently sent out like 500 orders to all the wrong addresses because we don't know what we're doing. Since then, we started working with ShipStation, and it's been smooth sailing ever since. Now, listen to this. ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, and even Amazon Fulfillment. So you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now, any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. You'll always know what you, you'll always know that you're getting the best deal. And right now, Righteous and Ratchet listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code RR. RR. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in RR. RR. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter offer code RR. RR. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. You know what I heard? I heard that, and a lot of people are saying this in the comments. They said, uh, Adrian said this, May 15th in LA, but they'll keep pushing the dates. Somebody on Twitter was like, it's going to be a three-month quarantine, but because the government knows we'll freak out if you say it's three months right off the bat or four months, we're going to keep telling us 15 days at a time. <laughs> it's eventually going to be. You know what I honestly have done, though? This is no lie. I have accepted that. I, I don't hope this is the case. Mm-hmm. But I accepted that I might not even tour the, this rest of this year. Like, it's just easier to accept that that is a reality than to keep hoping that it's going to be quick. And also, I know whenever I get back on the road, it's going to be uh, – I, I don't expect the packed shows like we like – I was used to. I think it's going to take – I think it's going to take some time for people to get – get completely comfortable with doing stuff that they used to, or people are going to freak out and be like, I've been going stir crazy. I'm going to go outside. In, uh, in my, in my humble opinion, I feel like it's probably going to be back to opening up like it normally used to be around December or January. And then I still feel like it's probably going to be like a four to six month window where people are still like, it's cool, it's cool. So I I'm saying like probably July, 2021, we're probably be back to, I don't think normal. We about to say back to normal. Normal, whatever, whatever you felt normal was, but I don't feel yeah. like 
normal will ever be the same. Because I feel like the world's going to be different when we come back outside. Oh, you think it's going to be gray? No, no, no. I just feel like the way that certain businesses are run is going to be different. I feel like food delivery will be much more of the norm than dining in, like at fast food spots. Um, just because, like, you know, how can you justify it if you got to go six months without having people in your store? Then when you come back, it's like, oh, bring up. I just think that life is going to look different. I'm, I'm happy Angelica said this. I'm happy we can all agree that summer and summer bodies are canceled. Absolutely. Forget it. Yeah. Just, just do what you got to do, bro. I was, me and Doe were talking about this. I think when we did the, the question thing the other day, we don't even have access to the stuff we usually have. Like, usually when I skip the gym, it ain't because the gym is closed. Yeah. It's because right. I just be like, it, I think I sneeze. Can't go. <laughs> now, I don't even have access to the gym or the trail. Like I can walk for an hour. That's, and a half, crazy. that's just not as intense. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's crazy. We came to go out to the trail yesterday when I went out um, and I was running an errand. It's just really weird walking around and everybody got masks on. Oh, that's what I, I when I went to get spicy noodles at Rite Aid. Everybody has a mask on. This one dude comes in without no mask, and the clerk kicked him out. He was like, "No, sir, you don't have no mask. You got to go. If you don't have a mask, you can come in. You can't. You can't come in." Melissa said that it's a thousand dollar fine if you go out. First of all, restaurants, buildings, wherever you're at in public, if if you don't have a mask on, they don't have to serve you. Whatever you were, whatever you were doing, and if you do, um, you still don't have a mask. They can fine you a thousand dollars. That's. Do you think that they're really going to be giving people tickets for stuff like that? You it's, you really kind of have to because think about it. You work at the grocery store. You're subject to how many people? How many more people are coming in than usual? You know, some people are are asymptomatic. If you don't have a mask on, you're you're literally putting people's lives at at risk. Not yeah. no hyperbole. Right. Those people who have to sit in there and deal with people all day, their lives are at risk. Like, bro, I don't care if you don't think this is real or you don't care or you feel fine. All it takes is one person to 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 pass it or to to a to the grocery store worker or postmates driver or Amazon person. Like I I fully understand if they listen, somebody put we order postmates the other day. And I get they have a new thing where they don't have to come to your house, they can leave it on the front of your door. Mm-hmm. The dude left it in the middle of the driveway. He's like, I'm not even coming near the door. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the messed, it's the messed up part. Yesterday when I went out, because I hadn't been out in the house in like almost maybe like a week, two weeks maybe. So I didn't even really know <laughs> that we were supposed to like have masks like that. So I went out at first without a mask. Then I seen anybody with a mask. So then I started looking in the back of my car. I didn't have nothing. So I put on a wave cap. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I put a white cap on my face. And I was just like, no, it's good. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> I felt like Oh, no. What were you going to make your beard look nice and sheeny? I don't How know. You even tie a wave cap on your face. It's not meant to be tied on your face. I look like an idiot. I didn't say it looked good. I just said I tried to do my part. You know what's funny about that? I don't um, <laughs> All I have is those bandanas. I ordered some or was going to order some masks or did order some masks. So all I have is those bandanas that I be wearing, you know, when we shooting. So I go to put one on and I, I put it on. I'm like, man, I, I just look I'm about to rob these people. Like, I don't I can't like I'm black still. Right. I came with the hoodie, you know, what I'm saying and the mask here. 
I don't look I don't look like a common citizen. I look like I got bad intentions now. You know, the crazy thing is before all this happened, like in, 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 in neighborhoods that I would be in, they wouldn't let you come in the store if you had like a hat and glasses on because they want to see your face. Now, everybody's wearing a mask. You can really probably rob people easy now. It's just all you got to do is add the glasses. They'll be like, how can I help you, sir? You know what it is. I don't. Actually, everybody dresses like this. So if you rob me, I, you probably take off your mask. Like, you know. Yo, let's talk about this because we, man, we, we, who knew that we would have so much fun with your uh, shoulder story? We had a great time. Uh, huh? Did you? We were supposed to talk about this uh, a week ago. We didn't get to it. I want us to talk about it because I want to see what your uh, what your viewpoint on is this. Waka Flocka of um, of uh, Go Hard in the Paint fame. <laughs> <laughs> he said about his wife that his cheating on her actually made her better. And I, we can send Josh the videos that you toss in there and see. actually made her meaner. She had no idea what she was up against. It could have made her or broke her. Even if it would have broke her, I, I was still assisted on it. It made her even better than what I thought. But you didn't do You're that. You're trying to you make her process life I the way you did. All I and did was he help. Think, no, what you didn't, that's the thing. He thinks that he helped me by doing, doing some of the evil or mean things he did to make me meaner. That didn't help me. What that did was add insecurities to me and it made me not trust your judgment in certain and made me not trust you in yeah, certain but ways. Everything, everything it did not help me, but you didn't have to do that. Life would have done that. It's to say that. It's I actually to actually say, hey, cheating made you better. But it actually made Tammy like like a, a beast. Basically, oh, Rue's looking at her. I don't, I, don't, I don't think nothing is more embarrassing than that. Cheating ain't make me stronger. Beating his ass made me stronger. He believes in his mind that the fact that he cheated on his wife somehow made her better. What would, what, is, what is your response to that when you hear that? That's like saying, I, you had a fine arm, your arm worked fine. I smashed your arm with a baseball bat. When your arm healed, your bone, you know, they say when you break your arm, it grows back stronger. Mm -hmm. your arm healed back stronger and therefore I made you better. I gave you a stronger arm because right. I destroyed your arm with a baseball bat and when it healed it was stronger. That's yeah. exactly what he said to me. And that just made no sense to me and she like checked him about it too. She was just like, no, you're going to make me better. And I've actually heard people say, you know, ridiculous things like that. And I'm like, no, that doesn't make anybody better. It doesn't prepare you for any, like, no, it just you know, maybe she had a lot of patience with you and, you know, and, you know, thank God that you guys did. And hopefully the rest of your marriage is dope and all that. But to, to suggest that you being unfaithful or ridiculous in a relationship would somehow make a woman better is just. That's like saying Melissa saying I push you down the stairs, you dislocate your shoulder. Then you end up getting surgery on your shoulder and you needed to get that anyway. So low key, I help push you, say you in the right direction. Like we got to be better as men's. You have to, yeah, because I just feel like that's just, even if you thought that, you don't got to say everything you think. He he not only said that out loud, he said that on on their, sh whatever their show. And then show. he doubled down when she tried to, he was like, no, 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 no. But what I'm saying is like, nah, bro, just, just call it up. Down. I always get you, by the way, I, so you sent me that, that was on the shade room. Mm -hmm. Do you follow the shade room? Yeah, I dabble. I unfollow the shade room. Why would you unfollow the shade room? It was just too much stuff I didn't want to see. Really? Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't good for your spirit? I just was like, it don't be nothing. They'd be trying to do positive images and stuff, but the algorithm don't never serve me uh, nothing good. It just be serving me stuff like that. And I don't really miss none of the negativity. I don't miss it at all. Too much clickbait and sensationalism? Sensationalism for sure. Not necessarily clickbait, but I just be like, I'm good, bro. She don't be like, you ain't good. You need to know what happened. Let's talk about that other thing, too, because I did want I have some strong opinions on that. So the video that came out with Chris Spencer and his wife and Boris Kojo and his wife. Yeah, let me let me see if I can play this. Strong views on this one. All right. Listen to this, guys. Just listen to Chris Brown and Boris. Chris Spencer and his wife and Boris Kojo and her wife. So I thought, you know, I wish that he was my boyfriend again. I don't necessarily want to be single, but I miss the single life. I miss the text messages for no reason. Mm. I, I miss the coming up from behind me when I'm scrambling eggs and just kissing me on the back of the neck. Like, I still that do that, Morris. I still do that. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm being, um, uh, you know, general. general here, but yes. I'm just saying that the the trappings, there's, there's definitely a difference. There's the trappings of being single. Like, okay, you two are really good looking people. Okay. And you're married and, and, and we're married. There's people that flirt with you. And the part of the flirtation doesn't make you necessarily go the wayward. Sometimes Hold on, one more. the flirtation that even makes you look at your phone is, or in your, in your workspace is that they have like a freshness or a newness. And I personally believe that if you're in it for the long haul, that freshness and newness is still possible. If you talk about it, be like, look, I know we talk about date night. We need to go have a date night. I know we talk about like kissing and texting for no reason. But the last time you text me was over like, you know, the cabinet guy. Part of the flirtation. Listen, listen, man. I feel like if I say I don't really feel, they're they going to cancel me, man. Listen, listen, man. <laughs> you ain't going to say how you feel? I'm say how I feel, though. I don't care. Listen, bro. Because I can relate to this in my own relationship. It's too much, man. Like, come on. Like, I don't understand. It's almost like... I... I, I, I <laughs> I feel like it's too much. I feel like what's too much? Just when you're in a relationship, you don't want to say it. You you have time to not say it. I don't feel you're fully convicted. No, I'm not. You, know, you go first, man. How do you feel about this? You're probably more. You're probably more qualified to answer this question than I would be. So you, how do you feel about it? I feel a couple of things. One. It's such a it's such an intense conversation to have over chips. So the fact that Nicole Parker is pouring her heart out abortion <laughs> over Tostitos. Yeah, so I almost left him last week. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say over chips. Like chips is such a nonchalant snack. You can't like you can't have a meaningful impact on his He's like, you have to do that. Okay. <laughs> so, that's the first thing. Your your food has to match your your mood. That is more of a what kind of conversation. Is this is like a soup conversation? No, nah, because soup is hot. You, 
You can't so make your foods, sandwiches, something quiet on the end. Sliders, sliders. Sliders are good. You can't be too messy, though. So maybe drier sliders, you know. Um, you know, sometimes sliders be getting ridiculous. So I say uh, even a steak, something that takes some time. You can delicately say, yeah, I miss our singleness. And you're like, Chinese food, because if you do it with the chopsticks, you can look engaged and serious and you have sticks. Yes, because chopsticks bring out a certain intensity in you. You're like, you know, let me get a little piece yeah. of broccoli. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, this is some serious stuff. Got Second it. thing, I, you know, my wife says, what's wrong with the conversation? I actually appreciate her honesty and transparency. I do too. However, my only fear, and this has happened to Melissa and I sometimes on the Love Hour, if you say something like that and you haven't expressed it to your partner ahead of time, I can see if I was Boris and Melissa has, you know, she said that, but you maybe I had not like really gone to it. Like I maybe I had not do day night. And then I feel like now I'm getting embarrassed on live. You understand me? And now the shade room, or I think it was actually spiritual, spiritual word that picked that up. Um, as a marriage person, I get that part, but I would feel a little bit embarrassed if that were me. And the final thing I want to say is that absolutely happens. There's a certain uh, novelty to the chasing part of dating that often gets lost in the mundane day-to-day -day actions of being married. That cabinet guy thing, a lot of times in marriage, it's very um, routine. You picking the boys up? Yes. I'll pick them up for dinner. Perfect. What time does your flight get in? Cool. What time are you leaving? What's your schedule like? Not like, hey, girl, what that thing smell like? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't always smell like. <laughs> Remember that video on um, BET Uncut? Trying to say, what that thing smell like? You know what I'm saying? You look gorgeous today. We, we often, and present company included, we often forget about the the day-to-day, -day, you look really good today, text. It's very uh, routine. Routine and mundane is the same thing. And uh, obviously, Boris and Nicole have all the money in the world to go on date nights, but you people get lazy. They, 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 they take each other for granted and and you get comfortable. Yes, you get comfortable in the relationship. You fall into a comfortable routine. Um, and then a lot of people are saying by that ratchet. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's good. By that rationale, should I always be in the 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 pursuit? phase in my mind, in my relationship to keep it fresh? I don't know if you always, uh, I don't know if it's an everyday thing, but if you've went, you know, me and Melissa used to go to date night a lot. We tried every week, but we probably wouldn't go any month without doing a date night with just me and her. Probably at least twice a month. And that's the duration of your marriage? No, no, no. That's something we really just started focusing on uh, when we started traveling crazy. So probably over the last three years. Uh, but even more when this year, when I was gone and she wasn't, we were like trying to um, focus on that. Right. Mm -hmm. So now because of quarantine, you you don't have that. So you end up talking a lot about the, you know, the day to day, you know, what time you want to take some stuff over to the house. Can you grab some ice? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just it, it's just mundane. It's just mundane. You don't. And when you were chasing that person. 
um, you know, when you were, I'm sure you and Tony's texts when you were chasing her, you know, now that she's here, it's like, babe, you know, what do you want to eat? Do you want to watch this movie? It ain't like, hey, I don't know how you talk again. No, we're cool. But the, the reason why I said it too, because, you know, sometimes me and Tony have those things. She'll be like, babe, get off your computer, come spend some time with me. And, you know, I'll be wanting to watch battle raps and stuff. And I'll be like, in my mind, in my mind, I'm like, I'm right here. But, I mean, I get it. Like, she wants me to, because in my mind, I'm like, if we're in the same place and we're together, we're spending time, even if we're doing different things. But she looks at it differently. You see what I'm saying? So I don't, you know, and it, it, this is almost, don't come, don't come out here. I don't need you coming out here. <laughs> That's why I ain't want to say nothing. I listen. I'm, I'm look. I'm like how to fix it. Look, I, I'm, I'm pleading the fifth. I'm pleading the fifth. I don't plead the fifth, man. Oh, man, because I don't know. Like she be like she, she be wanting me to pay attention to her, and I get that. But I'd be like, if we're in the same room, I'm paying attention to you because we're here together. You know that, though, from the love hour that ain't paying oh, attention. You're listening to you, her sitting next to you while you hear somebody say, I kill you with that big gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let me what ask you this. About, and battle raps are super aggressive. Eddie, what is intimate to you about <laughs> I put your wig back? I kill your mom, getting your grandma. Coronavirus ain't got nothing on me. I'm too mean. Everybody's afraid. COVID nineteen. Oh, like you know. The bar though, but listen. Okay, but listen. So this is okay. You tell me if I'm wrong in this situation. Last night, she does come to me. She says, "Babe, I want you to get off your phone and just spend the rest of the night with me. We can watch a movie, whatever." Right? Uh I said, "Okay." I could do that. I said, give me 15 minutes. Let me watch the rest of this battle. And then I'm all yours. Cool. I watched the battle. Now we're kicking it. I see the, the preview for that movie by Vavium. Of course, I got to tell y'all. So then I hop into the chat. Guys, no! um, at me for sending you guys a text. I wanted to go live and watch the movie. She shut that all the way down. Like, no, I told you to spend time with me. So then I watched the movie. Get through it. Oh, ho, ho. Get through the movie. No. Listen, then afterwards, I go to the chat to tell you guys how bad it was, and she's mad at me again. Like, you run right to your phone now. Was I wrong in that situation, Kevin? Tony says you're wrong, you're wrong, first of all. <laughs> this is why I wasn't in the chat. The reason Tony Baker said, where's Kev? Because when we were watching the movie as a family, I put my phone down, and I didn't check it. I watched the whole movie, no checks at all. Here's where you messed up. Friend to friend, brother to brother. One, how long were you watching the battle rap prior to her? The, the, by the time she actually has to verbally say that, I need you to stop doing X, Y, and Z and pay attention to me. She been mad. You understand me? She already been mad at you. You haven't caught on. You haven't said to yourself, I need to you know, check in with her. So she's actually had to verbalize, I need you to stop. And pay attention to me. So by the time she's at, and this is something, President Con, I'm learning this as all. Oh, this ain't me talking to you like I know it. This is me realizing that I've done the same thing. Like, what's wrong? I haven't spoken to you in days. Does that bother you? <laughs> so that's the first part where you messed up. Okay. So then you say, let me get 15 more minutes. That's really mistake 
1B or 1A because if you had been like, oh my God, girl, close the laptop. I didn't know you needed that from me. I apologize. You know what? You're right. I really have been, you know, I've been just kind of going, you're, you are important, more important than that. I push your wig back. So let me close this right now and give you all of it. So that's 1A. Not a huge mistake because it is fair to say, give me 15 minutes, I'll be with you. But you definitely lost a point for that. Okay. Mistake, big mistake number two, when the 15 minutes was over, and you said, I'm all yours, then you weren't all hers, okay? Whatever y'all agree to do or not do for the rest of the night should be hers. So I don't even know how the trailer caught your eye, right? But the trailer caught your eye. That's mistake number three is that you are, you're now not all hers. Then, big mistake. That's another one? Going back to the group chat or, or saying we're going to go live, which one came first? Well, I said I want to go live, and she shut that down. Okay. And then I went. I tried to go back to the chat to tell you guys about the movie to watch. Here, here's a mistake on live number four. Here's why that's a mistake. Our wives and girlfriends understand that we are in a performative business. We have to go live. We have to record. We have to shoot. We have to get on stage, right? They're not even mad about that. What they're mad about is that after we have given a requisite amount of this, Instead of leaving the rest to them, which is why I want to do this Clark sisters movie thing and then be done shooting for the day. We are addicted to the stage, whether virtual, recorded or live. I need to go back out and share this with my people. It's not that you are going live. It's that you're now taking a moment that should be shared with her and giving that same time to the people. The people already get a lot of us. Mind you, again, I'm talking to Kevin. as I'm looking at myself in the screen, not you. So then she shuts that down. At that point, she's expecting you to be like, you know what? I'm tripping. Let me get back all to her. You go to another audience. The group chat of the real comedians, you know, me and Doe and, and well, you are Doe. Tony here. That's just another thing. So it's not, she's really no difference. Instead of going to the fans, you go to your friends. All of these people are not her. So what you're telling her, what she's probably inferring is that everybody else is important but me. The battle rap that needs to be watched is important. This movie that needs to be watched, this fans that need to be see me live, his friends, they all get that time but me. So you basically read, and as I'm saying this, I'm like, Kevin, you, you should shut up because as soon as you leave this room, I, I, I'm, I'm you too. I don't, I'm going to just stay in here for a little bit till I got a, a good plan of action for I leave. <laughs> Everybody gets you and I'm either not getting you or I'm getting the last of you. Dang it. That's, and that right. makes sense. both are bad. I'm getting the leftovers. Don't you want the first brownie? You want the first piece of chicken? You want the first piece of fish? You don't want what's left on the paper towel when everybody's eating and this is the leftover piece of fish. This one's a little too salty. This one's a little too greasy. Nobody wants that piece. I want the one that you perfected. She wants the full of energy dough, the full attention dough, all of that stuff. She doesn't want the butt bread of dough. The butt bread don't even have the, the good. Um, the reason people don't like the butt bread is because it doesn't have the good thickness to make sandwiches on. It's just a little, it's just, 
You got to cut somewhere. Don't give her the butt bread. Give her the middle. That is, listen, I want to like, all jokes aside, you really broke that down for me. Thank you. Because I really was like, man, she, because, and I wasn't trying to be inconsiderate to her feelings. I just saw it how I saw it. So I was just like, man, listen, I really get it. But this is also what I want to say before we get out of here and I'll let you do your Clark sister thing. This is because this was bothering me as you were saying this and I didn't say anything. What I've always loved about our podcast, Kev, it's not direct towards you, it's for people in the comments right now. I've always loved about you just in general being my friend. You've, you've never been like a judgmental person to me and I've grown exponentially just being around you. You're a very, very good influence on me. So when you speak, for the most part, I listen and I, I gather stuff. As you were telling me these things, I was seeing comments, people like, Doe isn't even listening. You could tell he's not listening. Can y'all shut up? Like, like, wait, like, shut up. Because I am listening and he is helping me. And this is the reason why our podcast is so dope, because we're able to learn from each other. But sometimes it's a little patrons to shut up, Doe. Like, but I'm just saying though, like I am listening to you. I am engaged. Like, don't like don't take away the specialness of people being able to be vulnerable, listen to each other and learn. Because I'm really sitting here learning. Somebody's really like, yeah, I need. Please, I didn't mean to they say, say that. I would prefer that you tell people to shut up who don't who don't. Please, like I'm just. I, I understand the sentiment. Like I'm just trying to learn, and it's like it's that's. I think a lot of people say that about me on the Love Hour when I when uh, I'm listening, especially when we do these. And I'm really listening. I'm I'm not doing the Kev performance thing. Right. I'm like, oh, this is actually really interesting. Maybe like Kev ain't even being funny. Kev ain't listening. I'm like, I'm actually, I am, I am, I am a person who's learning from this. And I don't want you to think that this is me coming down on you. No, because the way you even explained it, I, you were just, you were. Yeah, this is what I've learned. And mm-hmm. and I learned, I mean, like Melissa and I have talked about this, but it, I can't even say it's something that I've conquered. Like I still make the mistakes. After I shot the other day, when I found out about this program, and I knew I was in trouble, I just, I was just like, <laughs> it's because my nature is to perform. So I'm working against my nature. So when I found out about this program and I saw you do the comments, I already shot a lot that day. And instead of being a smart husband and being like, let me go even sit in the kitchen with my wife, I'm like, let me go live with software out. And I end up going live for an hour and a half, and I'm like, Kevin, you know better. And see, this is and this is coming from a from a dude that's been married. Well, how long have you been married now? Like 15 years. So even 15 years of you being in a marriage, you're still learning. Though I will never be done learning because my subject, my muse, is always changing, right? My wife is growing and changing. My children are growing and changing. Our circumstances are growing and changing. Um, the way we see each other is changed. The way we see the world is changing. So information that I had even six months ago is is mute, right? Like if you're a Viner and then Vine is gone, it doesn't matter how much you knew about Vine. That platform is dead. What are you going to do now? All the way we used to shoot content prior to this, none of that stuff is valuable to us right now, mm-hmm. right? I was using Zoom to shoot Zoom. Somehow Melissa was edit- Melissa was trying to go live on, this is a, a series of unfortunate events. Melissa was trying to go live on Zoom to the Patreon, right? She abbreviated Real Comedians and Social Media to RCSM, which is how we always shorten it, right? Mm-hmm. 
YouTube <laughs> thought she was saying racism. Oh, right. Right. So because they're because of Corona, they have less workers and more videos. So now they're the computer is like uh, it's um, if it thinks your video is talking crazy, they'll shut it down. Just they ain't trying to hear it. Shut it down. Right. So now our Zoom wouldn't go live. It couldn't go to the Patreon. So even what I had just learned about Zoom now is not valuable because we can't get the Zoom to work. And YouTube was like, no, this I'm sorry. Go talk to Zoom. We go to Zoom. They're like, talk to YouTube. Neither of these people are working. So that's the reason we found out about this thing. So all that info I have about cameras, all that stuff does not matter. So in my relationship, as my wife updates and changes, I am required to update and change with her. You guys should check out our next episode of The Love Hour. Not the one with, well, you should check the one with Angela and Manny. But when we talk about the house situation, there's some things that I've learned. It's like you are always learning. And in, 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 I'll, I'll give you this example. Hopefully you'll understand it. I said this on the love hour. Remember the Wildcat offense? Yes. Remember when they first started with the Dolphins and Ronnie Brown and uh, Cadillac were running it and they whooped whooped the Patriots? Nobody knew what to do with it, right? All that defense, the NFL had been playing defense a certain way for a long time. This new thing comes around. Defensive coordinators can't do nothing with the Wildcat. This is very similar to marriage. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Okay. Dolphins are running crazy. Doing stuff nobody's ever heard of. Do defensive coordinators say, okay, well, let's keep running the same plays against them as we ran against Tom Brady or this person? None of this is going to work. They're not playing the game the way the game's been played ever. They have a running back in at quarterback, and then they have another running back in the backfield, and on the side of him, another running back. And these running backs can actually throw. Sometimes the quarterback's in the receiver position, and they throw back to him. This is all ridiculous, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Defensive coordinators have to throw out the old because none of that stuff you knew makes sense. Now you've got to create a defense to this offense, not to previous offenses, not to anything you've learned. You have to watch film and learn how to stop this offense. And guess what happened, though? They did it. They did it so much that the Wildcat offense isn't even a thing anymore. It lasted like a month, uh, a season and a half, maybe. And then it was gone like just like that. And that's how you have to be with your marriage or your relationship. You Woo! have to pay attention to the trends and the tweaks and the big changes, but the small changes. I'm working on this personally. I'm trying to get to the point where I can. Melissa does this a lot and she does it so well. And this is probably why I struggle. She knows me so well. She never even tells me she knows me. She just acts based on the information she knows about me. Right. She reads my mood. She reads my facial experience, uh, my facial expressions. She reads all that stuff and she acts appropriately. For the most part, I go off what she says. <laughs> right. right. Well, I know, but I, I move on what she says. I don't wait. I still wait for her to say, let's spend some time together. I don't say, you know, we haven't spent enough time together. Let me make sure of that. Right. right. So I need to do that's something I'm constantly working on. I'm working probably as hard on my relationship as you are on yours. And I'm 20 years with the same woman. You're six months, eight months. We're about eight months now. Eight, eight months. Yeah. And you should always be working as hard as you are now in year 20. That way she feels like you still care as you like you used to. That's some bars, bro. And this isn't me. I, I don't. I just want to be clear. I'm not saying it like that. Like it, it sounds very just. Hey, let me just tell you what I learned. Like it doesn't sound just judgy. Like it, I hear 
I have never had anybody break it down to me like that. I love you. 